You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. And we're back with another FinFans Podcast. How are you today, Lewis? I'm doing great. Every just day me, I'm doing a little bit better. Just me and you today. Just me and you. And so, a dog named Boo. I got that, a question for you. Go ahead. There was a report that came out yesterday that uh, Miami was potentially looking to trade down again. How do you feel about that? Oh, man. Uh, God. I, I I don't really want to trade down. I mean, unless we're getting like some crazy value back. I mean, at that sixth spot, we're going to just, you know, we're going to have a phenomenal player there. And you, you start trading down, you always run the risk of, of losing a guy because other teams can trade up and down. So, you know, you don't want to lose a guy that you're targeting there. And there's so many, like, I mean, looking at the list of guys coming out of college right now, uh, this, in this draft, I mean, I I don't want to trade down. I just don't. I mean, you know, we've got, we've got the 18 pick. I mean, we're in a great position. I mean, whether you take the tackle, the tight end, the best receiver, I mean, (laughs) You you can pick anything you want right there. You can pick the best defensive player on on the board at that point, which is going to be a great player. So, you know, you start trading down, and you know the question is how far do you trade down, and um, you know where are you going from there, and and who are you going to lose in the process by doing that? I, we need studs on this football team, so we can get one at that six hole, and that's where I think we stay. I'm not I'm not up for it. I'm just not. we've got a ton of picks mike you know right now for that reason and it's time we cash in on them i mean don't you agree with that i don't know i i I really don't know i think it depends on the circumstances you know if they could move down say to nine and pick up another second round pick and and still feel like they're going to get their guy then i've got no problem with that right and and again it all depends you know on what you're losing in the process i mean right and who you're trading with and and looking at it and saying okay well they're not going here the teams in between us and who we you know where we traded down from originally and um looking at it and saying okay well this team won't go at the position we want this team won't go at the position we want but again you're always right. taking you're, that chance of a you team you are because right somebody else can jump up absolutely i mean it happens all the time so take the best guy on the board there um this is a value uh draft uh, we've got four early picks, and I mean, we can get four studs out of this draft. Even with that late second rounder, you can get a rock-solid football player right now. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm I'm really getting pumped up for this thing. You know, a little bit more than a week away. I mean, I, I'm jacked up for it. I just wish it would get here already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's almost here. You know, we've got... Um, this is the last show, I guess, we're going to do prior to uh, prior to the draft, correct? Yeah, so, we'll come we'll come back next Friday and uh, do a show then. Oh yeah, and that Friday show is boy, I'll tell you what. Let Let's just hope that we are in great spirits, right? Uh, you know, when when we're talking about 
those first couple of rounds. I think you're, uh, al- you're always kind of optimistic after the draft, <laughs> you know, and then you know, a year later, what were we thinking, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year, you know, we had a lot of questions about Tua, you know, because we, of the injury did. and stuff. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't something that we were like, yeah, oh yeah, we're, that's it. We're we're in like Flynn, you know. We we were we were we had some concerns in regard to him. The tackle we we knew it was a need position, and we were okay with that pick. And and then the third first rounder, we none of us were excited about it, and um, you know with good reason. You know nobody knew much about him, and um, you well, know, we we knew both he and Jackson were going to be a little bit of a project. So yeah. So, you but, know, I mean, you, you hope with your, with your first round pick, you get somebody that's going to come in and be an impact player right away. You don't want to wait for projects. Exactly. And I, I'll tell you what, Mike, this year, even at 18, you can get two guys that are just going to be exceptional football players. I mean, if they draft right and things fall their way, uh, they can get two absolute studs. And that's, I think, going to be the difference between last year's draft and this year's draft. I think this is this is just a loaded draft. And I think that, it, it, again, if they do the right thing and if things fall their way, they're going to get two incredibly good football players. Those ifs keep hitting me. Stop saying if. Well... <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to hear they're going to get two incredibly good football you know, players. You know, if it's me at number six, I mean, you know, you're going to have your pick of the litter. I mean, you know, you can go in any direction you want because you know quarterbacks are going to be off the board in the majority of those slots in front of you. So, I mean, you potentially know, the top four. It, exactly. I mean, so you've got one guy off the board other than a quarterback in front of you. I mean, you've, like I said, you you can go any direction you want. And if, like I said, if they're smart and they get a guy that maybe they, they wouldn't be able to get at a certain position later on at number 18, you know, with that same value, then they, they, they can hit a home run twice over in this draft. You know, receiver seems deep, um, you know, at that six hole. You know, maybe that's not the route you go. As much as I'd like to see them draft Chase, you know, that's the guy that I like a lot. Uh, if they go in a different direction and they come back with a receiver at 18, that a guy like Waddle or one of the other guys, or even in the second, early in the second round, you get a real solid receiver. I mean, you got to be content with that. You just got to hope that things fall their way. Yep. So they, they signed uh, DJ Fluker yesterday. Did you hear that? I did not. I yes. knew nothing of it. Wow. Okay. That's an interesting so pickup. Going to help bolster the offensive line a little bit. He can play guard or tackle. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, if I was Eric Flowers, I'd be a little concerned. Yep. It t- kind of tells you that uh, maybe they're going in a direct, different direction other than offensive line. They're getting a little more depth there. Um, across the offensive line, so maybe it's not something that they're even considering doing early in this draft, right? Who knows? I mean, who knows? They got a stockpile of guys right now, Mike. You know, at that at that offensive line position, they do. So, you know, I, I'd be absolutely shocked if if they go offensive line um, at this point. You know, unless of course um, Sewell's there. You know, Chase or 
tight end or already off the board for some crazy reason and they don't want to trade down, you know, that's always a possibility. I mean, you can't have enough really solid offensive linemen, right? Then you can let go of a guy like Flowers, you know. Yep. I don't know what, how much of a hit we're going to take on just cutting him, but, um, you know, you can well, go that route. Yeah, you know? but he's Flowers is a guard, you know, uh, Sewell's a tackle. I'm not sure right. it matters. Well, they, they, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, with with the signing yesterday and with some of the depth that they have with some young players and the fact that Davis can move inside, he's played both. You know, they have those options. There are guys there, you know. Right. Uh, Dieter plays guard and center as well. You know, it just depends on how they value these guys and what they think they're going to yeah, be the going qu- for. The question is, what teams are going to be playing guard or center for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, let's just hope that a lot of these guys that we don't get wind up in our division somewhere because I'll tell you what, there's nothing worse than than you know, watching a draft and having a team inside of our our division like New England or the Jets especially or Buffalo getting a guy that we absolutely wanted that right. son of a bitch. Now like we got to play this Najee Harris going right. to Buffalo, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Najee Harris. Right. They're like, they need more offense up there. Right. And, uh, my goodness, that would just put them over the top. And, you know, I would, I'll tell you what, you know, when they, where they draft and if he's still there, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they did do something like that, which, uh, you know, just adds wood to the fire up there for them. So, you yeah. know, that's the type of thing. You just hope that these guys that that you really wanted for your own team wind up outside our VAR division. We don't right. want them in our division facing them twice a year going forward. Well, the problem is the teams in our division stink, so they get to draft the better athletes. That, that's, the, that's, that's the issue right there. Yeah, I mean, we're ahead of New England in every round, so um, – yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm really speaking of the Jets, but generally speaking, Buffalo is down there too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yep, 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 yep. So, all right, so uh, they also signed Nick Needham, uh, so he's on uh-huh. the contract now. Right. So, uh, I don't think there was any surprise there. I think we all knew they were going to sign him. Um, yes. So on but, offense, uh huh. What do you consider? must-haves you got to come out of this draft with these positions what are they uh wide receiver absolutely i mean the tight end would be a great luxury right you got you'd have gasicki and 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 the kid coming out this year who they say is just you know a stud but you know i mean that's a luxury um if you pass up on on one of the big receivers there at number six by number 18, you may see three or four off the board at that point. And um, I know it's a deep draft for wide receivers, but, you know, you're always rolling the dice, you know, as you go down and another guy gets drafted and another guy gets drafted. And, you know, there's no science to this. I mean, you know, you we might pick up a receiver in the third round this year that, that becomes better than, you know, 12, 15 guys that were drafted in front of them. You just never know that. But, you know, with all the um, – 
evaluations that they have on all of these guys and how much they've studied them on film, you would think that at this point, you know, they'd have a pretty good, a pretty good idea of what the drop off is. Um, but you know, to answer your question, Mike, I, I answered it in a round, long roundabout way. Wide receiver, I think, is an absolute need on that on that offense as you look at it, and, and running back is not that far behind. Um, and I know we have a lot of wide receivers, uh, and I know that's what you're going to say. And you can we go have a good number of running backs too. We do have a n- good number of running backs, but. You know, the, the type of receivers that we have right now, right? You know, we see the depth when, when we lose guys. Like Preston Williams went down last year, and you saw the drop-off. And right. it was it was significant, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it was a significant drop-off. Um, the guys that we have right now, if you lose, a, you know, Devontae Parker uh, for, you know, four or five games or even a couple of games, the drop-off is considerable. You know, Hearns, I know, is still on the contract, and I know Albert Wilson's coming back, and Grant's still on the contract, but... They signed a receiver in free agency. Right. You've got you've got a great receiver that you signed as long as he's healthy and he doesn't get busted for steroid use again. I mean, he's he's a stud. There's no question about it. But in today's NFL, you need a whole, whole group of good, solid wide receivers, and... Um, you know, with with each one of these guys, Mike, that we have on this roster right now, come question marks. You know, Parker had another season full of injuries last year, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he played injured. I give him all the credit in the world for doing that, but you know, just the same, he was hurt. You know, and and uh, he missed games, and he came out of games at times. Um, Preston Williams. Same thing, you know, two years in a row, he hasn't been able to get through a full season. You know, he played so good in that Arizona game, and uh, right af- after that, it was pretty much he was pretty much done. Yeah, so I mean, you know, then past him, you've got Grant, who's extremely inconsistent. Albert Wilson, we have no idea what we're going to get out of him. He's coming off of an injury two years back. When he did come back, I you know I felt that he was a little slow to the punch. Um, you know, now with a year to rehab, you know, another year to rehab and get himself in shape, he should come out, you know, just absolutely well rested and completely healthy. But you, again, you don't know what you're getting out of him. And Albert Wilson is Albert Wilson. I mean, he's a very solid football player, but he's not the type of guy that's going to be a game breaker for you. You know, he'll make he's plays. Not gonna, he's not going to carry your offense. Exactly. Um, yeah. So then you got Hearns, and I, you know, I wasn't certain about that signing when when they did it it didn't make sense to me he was very inconsistent after the fact i know he had one solid game they signed him to a contract uh he had a big fumble in the buffalo game a couple of years back uh that turned the game around right when it seemed like we were getting back into it and he dropped a lot of passes down the stretch as well so i mean you know in regard to that wide receiver position we have a lot of players but you know, we need a young player there. There's no question about it. We need a stud. There's there's quite a few of them in this draft, and uh, they got to go out and get one of them. In today's NFL, you can't have enough of those type of players. And, um, you know, a guy like uh, Jamar Chase or even uh, Waddle or Smith, whoever, you know, hopefully they land one of those guys and could be one of the other big guys as well. Um they will bring value to even the other players because if you have a true number one, 
and Devante becomes your number two and say Preston Williams your three, uh, I'll tell you what, I mean, you'll see a lot better production out of those guys, um, you know, once a guy starts producing on the football field as a rookie. And, um, you know, that'll help all the guys around them, including Gasicki down the middle of the field. I mean, you have that outside threat on the outside that safety has to constantly cheat towards. It opens up the middle of the field. I mean, we know how the NFL works nowadays, you know. So I think it's an absolute need on the offensive side. And, you know, running back, uh, you can make a case for that as well. Uh, You know, we need a stud back there. You want a bell cow. Absolutely. You want a guy that can just run over people, get into the end zone, and you don't have to, you know, sit there with your fingers crossed and, you know, you're on the edge of your seat every time we're inside the three, you know, inside the five-yard line, I should say, trying to get, uh, you know, trying to get that touchdown. I mean, I always feel that way, don't you, whenever we get inside the five-yard line? I, I do, but I think some of that has to do with the five guys up front, too. Oh, absolutely. There's no question about that. But, you know, as I look at the offensive line, Mike, and, you know, we've already talked about the depth there, um, you know, they've got a lot of young, young players that you would hope are going to get better across the board. I mean, they have a ton of young guys and they have some veterans as well. They have to get better. (laughs) They have to get better. Exactly. I mean, at some point, we have to have draft picks that develop into extremely solid football players because – if we continue to go down this path that we've been going down towards years to where these guys just don't develop into those type of players, we're or, going or to when be, they do, or when they do develop, they leave. Right, exactly. We're going to be we're going to be an eight, eight and eight team forever. And you know the bottom line is is that you know we don't have that quarterback in town anymore. And I know you know you laugh every time I refer back to him, but we don't have that player here anymore to where he can pull you know a game out of his ass here and there for us. You know we've got to go out and 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 beat teams in, by, in, by in being the manner, a team. Uh-huh. right? In a manner that we should, you know, not because. You know, our quarterback made some big plays down the stretch or whatever. We got to go out and we've got to put a solid football team together. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's got to start with a lot of these young guys that we've drafted and they've got to develop across that offensive line. So, you know, the same thing goes for a wide receiver. You know, we need another one. You know, both of the guys that we talked about earlier are on their last year of contracts. Um, you know, Parker. That this is it. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with him. The free agent that we signed is under a one-year contract. Um, if he has a big year, it's going to cost a lot of money to re-sign him. If he doesn't have a good year, they're not going to re-sign him, right? So, you know, it's kind of like a catch-22 with him as well. So, you know, a good young receiver, I think, is is the most important thing for us right now on the offensive side. Well, I think they signed him knowing they're going to draft the guy and – bring that guy along so it gives them a window to get the rookie ready yes exactly exactly i mean you you know you've got the perfect storm right here you've got a lot of depth okay you know a lot of veteran depth and you can bring a receiver along he doesn't have to step on the field and be the savior savior of your football team day one now listen you know we've seen guys go out there 
on day one and and start for us, right? It's happened before, and you know, at other times. If he's that good, whoever we may draft, maybe at that wide receiver it's position. Been, been a while. I mean, I, I guess Devontae was a day one starter. Um, mm-hmm. not Preston Williams, Mike. Preston Williams. Preston um, Williams from day one started for our football team. So, um, you know, it can happen. And th- this is a guy that was a, a free agent rookie. And he started for us. Now he didn't well, have a lot. That says about lot. <laughs> yeah. That says more about the talent around him. He didn't have a lot of competition, exactly. But you know what, Mike? He was productive before he, he got was. hurt in he his was. rookie year. He was productive and consistent, but productive. Right. He's he scored a decent amount of touchdowns in both of his. My seasons. only complaint with him, besides the injuries, is he drops a few too many. Exactly, inconsistency. That's yep. that's where you have it. But he seems to be a nice, polished football player. He's just got to learn how to hold on to more passes. He runs decent routes. Um, you know, in balls that are up for grabs, you know, he comes down with them. Yes, you he know, does. He's, he's made some plays. So. You know, with all that being said, uh, you know, you go out and you draft a guy in the first round. I mean, you got to expect big things out of him. And um, yeah, we just need that guy who's going to catch it, make a guy miss, and take it the distance. Absolutely, or a guy that just outruns everybody. I mean, yep. you look, you go back and you look at those Clayton and Duper, uh, you know, highlights. You're like, oh my god, this is just unreal. You know, Duper's just running past guys, and you know, speed was just there, and Clayton. Much of the same. So, um, you know, you want that. You know, we haven't had it in a while. We haven't had, had it in a while. That's right. I mean, some, Landry, Landry had a little bit of that. You know, he didn't quite have the speed that those guys had. But, uh, you know, he could make a guy miss or out-muscle a guy, and that's what you want to see. Yeah, Landry is, you know, he's just a fighter. And yep. um, he was he was extremely good. But we haven't had that guy that can just, you know, run a fly Right, and just stop off the defense. Obliterate the cornerback. You know, just, you know, he's 10 yards behind them. And a guy that's athletic and just makes plays. You know, I mean, Parker does it, um, but, you know, he doesn't have that type of speed. He's an extremely solid player, but, you know, you you want a star. And uh, Parker's. Parker's a really good number two receiver. He's a very, very good player, but I wouldn't say he's a star, star or a superstar. You know, as we talk about yep. all the, time. the superstar, we need we need at least two or three superstars out of this draft. Oh boy, that's a lot for one draft. Yeah, hey, Mike, it's deep. I'm telling you, this is a deep draft, and um, things right. fall our way. You so know, we we, it, it we talked happen. about running back. We talked about wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I do think they need to draft a quarterback somewhere along the way. Now, they mm-hmm. may not do it this year, but they do need to groom a backup. Uh, mm-hmm. because signing these veteran backups is not really the way to go. You want to groom somebody and, and bring them along in your system. And, uh, you know, much like Shula did with Strock and uh, some of the other backups that he had. Yeah, I mean, here's the way I look at that, Mike. Tua's in his second season, right? I mean, right. I, I just can't see them going that route for at least a couple of years Probably now. Probably not this year. Right, I don't, I, and maybe not next year. I mean, it just depends on on what Tua does. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, they, you may see them draft. Well, they're not going to know what Tua is going to do, it, you know, on draft day. So no, 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 not this year. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about next year. Uh-huh. If if he does not play well over the course of next season, 
I don't think there's there's a doubt in their mind that they're going to. Well, you know, then that you're not gonna, you're not looking for a backup. You're looking for somebody to replace him. You're looking for somebody to either yeah. replace I'm, him I'm or speaking compete, compete with him at that point. Yeah. Because you know, two as a number one, you got to expect he's going to be at least marginal, right? I mean, you you can't you 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 just can't sit here and say this kid's just going to be a complete you know a complete bust right i mean at this point you, you're no, not going to you say, say that i'm not i'm probably not going to say that next year either exactly uh, you know, i think he's got to get three seasons before you can make that determination well th- this season's going to be telling it in, in you know in his future there's no question about it if he does um play well, if he looks I, like he did last year then yes but i i'm assuming he's going to improve somewhat and then it's a matter of him taking that next step between year two and year three Right, uh, which is typical for quarterbacks. Generally speaking, they will play better in their third year than they did in their second. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's no question about that. We need to see improvement. Exactly. And if we don't, if we don't, if we see a backwards trend, um, then you may see them go that route the following year. But otherwise, I think if if he plays well. You're not going to see them draft a young quarterback for a couple of seasons. I just don't see it. You know, I you know, the veteran again, Lewis. I'm talking backup. We're talking two different positions. He's the starter. Where I'm talking about backup. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to see one early. Is all I'm saying. I, no, not for at I least wouldn't, I wouldn't expect seasons. to see one early either. Uh, I wasn't saying early. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Uh, early, you're looking for your skill players to supplement the offense right now and maybe supplement the defense as well, uh, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the other areas on offense, I, I do think they need people. I, I do think they need to draft a center. Um, I put that as a need. Uh, it's not a must-have, but it's a need. And uh, the other place I think they need somebody is offensive tackle. I, I think they need to bring somebody in to challenge the guys that are there. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you've got a couple of young, you got a couple of young guys that are playing tackle right now. You've got right. Davis, who they signed to what a three-year contract. He's still got, I think, another. When did they sign him to that three-year contract? I believe it was at the beginning of last season. So he's still got this season and and one more, I think. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're going to keep him. Right, but what I'm saying is, is that they have. They have tackles that at least they right. feel somewhat comfortable right. with Agreed. at this point. I mean, you've got – listen, they've got two young guys behind Davis that they drafted, right? But, Lewis, played. my point is this. He's not taking anybody's job. Who's that? Davis. No, no, no. But the okay, rookies – I want somebody to come in and compete with them to maybe take their job. Right. The, Will, the Williams and the other kid that they drafted last year are guys that I think going forward are the guys that they're going to want. At that position now, if you have a Sewell available at that point, I've I've already spoken my mind in regard to that. I mean, I'd take him in a heartbeat. Um, you know, I love Jamar Chase, but if I if it was me, you know, I would take Sewell at at number six. I'd just take him because that just solidifies your offensive line and it makes everybody, you know, you've got two solid young tackles and you got some good depth there. Um, and then maybe you come back with the receiver at 18. But the point of the matter is, is that, you know, as, as you look at this offensive line and you look at a lot of the guys that they drafted last year, and they drafted, I believe, three, uh, you got to hope that those guys, much like two and everybody else we're talking about, are going to improve. They have to. 
Because if they don't, then again, you know, we just wind up in the draft needs here, needs there, needs everywhere. You know, and that that's the bottom line. So you got to assume that not only Tua, but these these young offensive linemen that they drafted are all going to develop and improve together. And if they don't, then we're going to have problems everywhere. You know, it's not just with Tua; it's a, it's across the board with these young guys we have on defense. Mm-hmm. The way I see it, uh, edge rusher is a is a need, a must have. However, you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Absolutely, 110%. Got to come out of this draft with somebody who can rush the passer. Yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't great last year, right? And then you subtract Lawson from the mix and, um, you know. And Van Noy. And Van Noy, right. I mean, Van Noy missed, you know, a decent amount of time last year. And then other games, you you know, you didn't really see productivity out of him. I think he played injured quite a bit last year. Yeah, he had the bad hip. Yep, but... Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, the position, there's nobody. I mean, do you see anybody on the roster that's young and, and capable of just becoming, you know, that, that edge player to where, you know. You've got Van Ginkle and you've got Sealer, but I think they're spot players. I don't I don't really see them as uh, guys who down. are going to accumulate a lot of sacks. Right. I mean, Van Ginkle is a playmaker. There's no question about it. But you, you need a you need a guy there. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we talked about this in our mock draft last week. Um, you know, I had us picking, a defense, you know, an edge player at number 18 because I think the Dolphins organization as a whole with Flores, you know, he's going to push for, the, for this position. There's And, and rightfully so, right? I mean – you know, are we going to sit there and complain about the fact that we get one of the best edge players with one of these picks, even though we're, you know, we're, our offense is, is starved for, you know, playmakers? No, you can't because our pass rush was just non-existent other than Ogba last year and Van Ginkle from time to time, you know, and then you, you know, you threw in a little bit of this guy or a little bit of that guy, but it was extremely inconsistent. Uh, there were games where there was just no pressure on the – no, I mean no pressure at yeah, all like on the The last game in Buffalo. <laughs> the last game – but they, yeah, yeah, exactly. The last game in Buffalo, but there were other examples of that over the course of the year, Mike, in certain games. Um, you know, they, they were doing it more so by scheme, like in the Ram game, for example. I mean, yeah. they were just throwing everything yeah, but the kitchen They're amoeba sink. defense. <laughs> exactly. They were – you know, they were – it was more so by scheme than it was, you know, guys beating people man to man. And, you know, we need a guy that can just do that flat Correct. out. Just, you know, get a lot of attention. If two offensive linemen have to go over there and, and cheat on them or a tight end has to constantly do it, it affects the other team's offense incredibly. And, and we do need that type of player. You know, much like I talked about the offense, if you get this type of player, then it makes Ogba that much better on the other side. And it makes Van Ginkle and whoever else is on that defense that much better because now you got, you got a guy that can make plays and gets a lot of attention in the process, and it just makes the defense as a whole that much better. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, a major the thing, need. You, the one thing you didn't bring up is turnovers. They create turnovers. And, yes. And uh, they fluster well, we quarterbacks. Exactly. We did a pretty good job of that last year, for the most part, creating turnovers. But, um, 
you know, the pass rush, you know, and affecting quarterbacks' throws is so key. It really is. I mean, we watched it in the Super Bowl with the best quarterback in football right now. Uh, you know, how much the pass rush just affected his ability to make plays down the field. Yep. You know, talking about Mahomes. I mean, yep. it, it, it's it's vital. It's absolutely vital. And, um, you know, again, Mike, uh, you know, there's going to be so many solid players in this draft, and there's some really good edge players that, you know, inside that, you know, between 18 and number one, you know, we land one of these guys right there. I, I, I don't think you can really go wrong going that route. Absolute need on the team, like you said. Well, we got four picks in the top 50, so they'll be able to address some of these areas. But a couple of other areas I'd like to see them address. I, I do think we need another outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need another safety. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people may disagree with me because of uh, Igbenogany, but I think they need another cornerback as well. Yeah, I mean, preferably you know, somebody who can jump into the nickel spot and uh, maybe raise the level of play there a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you know, with the signing of Needham, and you know, picking, you know, obviously drafting a corner in the first round last year, and then of course spending all the money on on a cornerback last year, and of course, you know, X Man's getting a ton of money. Uh, you know, I. I think at some point, yes. I mean, you can't, you can never have enough cornerbacks, but I think they're looking at, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I think that safety is more of a concern than, than the cornerback position because I just don't see a lot of depth behind the two guys that are starting. I mean, there's just not a lot there. You know, we've got a guy that was a rookie last year, uh, basically backing both of those guys up and past that. I mean, what do you have, right? I mean, you got next to nothing there. Oh, that's why it's on my list, Lewis. What, safety? <laughs> yes. Oh, it is? Where was yeah. it? Behind cornerback? or did you... It was in front of cornerback. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm I sorry. said linebacker, safety, and cornerback. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I missed that, Mike. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. That's because you're too busy thinking about what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just didn't hear you say it. I did right. not. I went right. It went right past me. The safety position, but so yeah, the, those are the areas that that I think they need to address, and they've got enough picks to address them. Now, I'm not saying they have to draft a cornerback high. That's not what I'm saying, but I I do think they need one uh, again to come in and compete. Well, you, do, you you well, Mike. At this point, you you basically mentioned every position on defense. I did every level of the defense. I did. You did. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mention defensive tackle because I right. think we're. I think we're good there. Um, yes. You know, you, you can make an argument. Uh, Baker is okay. Uh, you, get, you but beyond Baker at the linebacker position, are you comfortable? No. I mean, I I I like Van Ginkle. I think he's a. You know, they they re-signed Roberts. I like him in situations. You know, I like these guys in situations. I don't necessarily like them exactly every down creating exactly. issues for the other team. I mean, Baker, you know, we we keep waiting on him. You know, we, we felt he could develop into a Pro Bowl player. Well, that hasn't happened as of yet. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, as we continue to surround him with better players including last year you know we figured he'd take a step up and you well, know he he's did, not horrible was, right he's, right he, i'm not saying he's horrible but what i'm saying is is he's not making pro bowls 
And, you know, you look across the roster and we've got really good football players everywhere, right? Solid football players. But are they Pro Bowl players? How many Pro Bowl players did we have last year? One. We had one. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, Baker at some point has got to develop into a better player than what he has been. I mean, he's been an average player up to this point or maybe a little bit better than average. But, you know, as they surround him with better football players, you want him to develop into a Pro Bowl type player. You know, we only have one on the roster, you know, in in X-Man. And uh, you want a few more of those type of guys. And Baker's a guy that we all felt, uh, me, you, Kirk, Jim, we all felt that he was going to develop into that type of player. And it just hasn't happened up to this point. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's uh, he's probably, you know, a step or two below a Pro Bowl player. Um, but that doesn't mean he won't get there. He's still young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's getting up there four or five years in the league. I mean, you know, now's the time. You know, we talk yeah. about this all yeah. the time. Now is the guys. time. Now yeah. is the time. We've, I mean, we've He's got to do it. We said he, it last year. We'll say it again this year, you know? Well, so, maybe maybe well, We'll see. Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty much it, I mean, for what I think our needs are. And I know we've covered a lot of area. Uh, some needs are greater than others. I mean, they can get by with the center they have. They don't necessarily have to draft one, but I think it would be a good idea to. Um, you know, and yes. you can say that about a few of those positions. So it's just a matter of how you look at it. Cornerback, uh, you know, are they desperate for a cornerback? No, not at all. But it would be nice if they had another one to groom and, and, and bring up. And competition is good, and that's where I'm coming from. I want to see these guys competing. I want to see the offensive tackles competing. I want to see the center competing. I want to see, you know, the guys on defense competing. And I think that brings out the best of everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, running back is, you know, I think very important too, you know, as yep. far as getting a, I mean, God, you, you just need, you just need a player. And and you mentioned the center position. I mean, absolutely. I just don't know if this is the draft for yep. that, you know, past yep. uh, the kid Tucker, you know, out of USC. I mean, there's a big, big drop off after that. Creed Humphrey, I believe his name is, uh, another center out there. There's a few of them out there. But, there's a uh, few, and, I, you know, maybe they maybe they do take a shot at one of these guys, the kid Davis out of Ohio State late, uh, maybe third round or something like that. But um, and, and you know what? You may get some really good value there, you know, at that point. I mean, listen, our draft doesn't end after two rounds, you know, uh, you know, we could very well get some really, really good football players on this football team in the later rounds as well. Well, we don't have a lot of later round picks. We got a couple of picks in the seventh. Uh, I don't think we have a sixth round pick. I don't think we have a fifth round pick. We have a third rounder, right? Yes. yes. And we have a fourth rounder. Yes. Um, you, you know, so, you know, with those two picks... And they should both be extremely early unless we traded. I, I mean, I God, I can't follow all of that. So I don't know if we're you know drafting early in the third and fourth round anymore. Because no, I we've, think we're we're drafting in our our normal you know spot, which is so, yeah, well, somewhere around eighteenth. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, you know, with with that being said, uh, and I could be mistaken, but I think that's the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, we're we're in a good position. You know, those those first couple of rounds, I mean, my goodness, we've got uh, four picks in the top 50, right? Yep. I mean, top 40 maybe? I don't no, even know. It's top, it? top 50. We have top, pick number 50. We have pick number 50. So yep. four picks in the top 50. Fantastic. And then yeah, and if they trade down, they may end up with another pick in the top 50. Yep. Who knows? Exactly. We'll see what happens. But it's gonna be it's gonna be fun one way or another. I look forward to the show uh, next Friday. I mean, we've got uh, a little bit over a week before we actually do the show. But um, wow, that should be a lot of fun. Let's just hope that we're not you know sitting here doing the show and uh, uh-huh. saying what did they know, do? Like, uh-huh. What did they? What were they thinking? Why? Why did they go that route? You know, we uh-huh. don't want to question it. Right, we want to say, okay, you know what? We did fantastic. We're all happy. You know, we're well, all on the same. What page really matters, Lou, is a year from now we say they did right. You know that that's really what matters. After the draft, sometimes it's tough to tell because you have your preconceived ideas, but the guys still have to come in and play. Oh, there's no question about that. But how many of these drafts, Mike, have you you know of late? I mean, over the last twenty years, even in the first round. You've sat here and you're like, what? I what know. did they just do? I, I mean, <laughs> and, and and we were absolutely right, you know, by saying, what did they do? Yep. You know, we, we, we were right on. I mean, they've had some major, major flops and, and major, major mistakes. So, you know, we want to come out of this being positive, you know, and saying, well, shit, it wasn't only... Um, us that was wrong. It was everybody that was wrong. You know, it wasn't something that we were pulling out of our butt. You know, as far as a draft pick is concerned, it, it's a guy that everybody was high on. You yep. know what I'm saying? That yep. type of thing. You know, guys that were, you know, that, that aren't reaches, so to speak, or whatever the case may be, or a surprise. You know, that boy, right. they, you know, they took this and that. We want a guy that, um, so like yeah, we, I said before, I don't want projects. I want guys that can come in and make an impact. I mean, that's what this team needs, and that's what they should be shooting for. Starved for it, absolutely. Yep. All righty, sounds good. All right, Lewis, I, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to thank everybody for listening, and thank you for joining me. You're very welcome. And uh, we'll be back Friday. All Fins right. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 